0: tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rudrians for Black and White Sports 2. Let's talk about the XFL. The XFL did see some positive progress in the attendance department this weekend, particularly by way of the D.C. Defenders' Who had a significant increase in attendance uh, from from the last oh, time they played in DC? That was that would be week one of the XFL. All right, uh, we do not have the ratings yet; they have not come out. Uh, probably be tomorrow before those XFL ratings come in, uh, television ratings. But look for the Rock and for Danny Garcia right now. Any kind of positive news about the league would probably be good. Uh, There's no word on the current scandal, if you want to call it that, um, that we thought was involving Quentin Dormady, the quarterback for the Orlando Guardians. They lost again. Uh, I can only imagine how Terrell Buckley is feeling today because we know how he felt the week before when he said, I need new players because these guys don't want to freaking play, basically. Um, It was a great interview. I I mean, I showed it last week, and um, I appreciate that kind of thing out of a coach. Brutal honesty, and frankly, not afraid to just throw his players under the bus if he thinks there is an effort issue, okay? Uh, So anyway, we got the XFL attendance. It did increase. With the D.C. Defenders, for whatever reason, the attendance continues to go down in Houston. Now, I guarantee you, I've talked about this, The Rock did not expect the attendance to be bad in Houston. Okay, Um, The XFL 2020 did really well in attendance in Houston. We're talking... You know, they're drawing 15, 16, 17, 18, 19,000 a game in Houston, and they're just not doing that. For whatever reason, even with Wade Phillips coaching this team, the uh, previous XFL fans have decided not to come back in Houston. Uh, I don't know if it's a situation where, and the weather was nice in Texas uh, this weekend. So uh, I don't know what's caused that. I really don't. Um, I'm interested to see whichever week that the XFL actually has um, St. Louis at home and San Antonio at home because that is going to be a really damn huge attendance week for the XFL, okay? And the numbers will skyrocket. Between those two teams alone, that's probably going to draw 50,000, all right? Then you're going to add in another... Well, depending. Uh, if it's Vegas, you probably add in another 6,000 fans. And then wherever else, you can figure they're going to add in somewhere around 12. So you could very well look up and have something like a 66,000, 67,000 um, fan attended week for the XFL. NFL Draft, Diamonds.com. XFL attendance week three had a slight increase, but the numbers are still low. That's correct. D.C. defenders get a big increase. That is correct as well. According to Mike Mitchell, the defenders had a 4,000-person increase in attendance. The defenders had 12,438 in week one. Today, they had 16,212 in attendance to watch their team get a win. And I'm going to tell you, DC defenders look like a pretty good team. They look, and I will say something about this week. The quarterback play got better. It did. There were some nice performances. Uh, Ben DiNucci had a big, big week. Um, AJ McCarron had a big week. Uh, he's had four touchdowns again for St. Louis. They lost. Um, and they played the D.C. Defenders. Jordan Tamu finally flashed in all of this. Uh, so that that was good. That was good. That was the that was the positive. Uh, so let's get to the overall. XFL Week 3 had a slight increase from Week 2. Numbers are still low. It uh, goes on. Uh, we wanted to show what the numbers had been from Week 1 through 3. The average in Week 3 was a little higher than Week 2. Thanks to the D.C. defenders, XFL had an increase in attendance. Why are other teams not increasing the numbers? We don't know. We don't know. So in the first week, there was 61,514 fans. Now you're going to look at that and you're going to be like, holy crap. Well, San Antonio's going to draw. That's uh, 24,285 fans, and that was the big difference. Average fifteen thousand three hundred. 79, week two, dropped all the way to 40,185. I said the big takeaway there is. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! You know, they had a bad week far as weather there. Vegas was horrible, was horrible in week two, and it did not really get better in week three there. Um, it looks like the Vegas thing was a bad idea. Orlando has been the disappointing one. Orlando expected a big attendance. I guarantee you AEF did really well there. You know what I did not take into account, though, for Orlando? In uh, Alliance of American Football, Orlando's coach was Steve Spurrier. And I, I, I have not thought about that. But in Florida, right, wrong, or indifferent, because I know he didn't have any real NFL success, in Florida, Steve Spurrier is a god. Okay? He is a football god and a football legend. And I don't know how many of those Alliance of American Football fans were showing up to watch a team coached by Steve Spurrier. I mean, that's, I'm just being honest. I it did not. I it has not crossed my mind until just now that Steve Spurrier uh, coached that Florida team. Houston last week eleven thousand seven hundred sixty five. This week, okay, Arlington twelve thousand six. We don't know what's going on in Houston. We really don't. 11,309, they dropped by about 400 fans. Still pretty much even, okay? D.C., up big, 16,212. Vegas' weather was better, but their attendance was not. 6,037, barely went up by about 15 fans total. Forty five thousand five hundred and sixty four average eleven thousand three hundred and ninety one, so they were up overall in average by about uh, about a thousand fans, a little over for the week. Um, and very quickly, just a little co- look at the quarterbacks: Ben DiNucci, seven touchdowns, three picks; Brandon Silver's, seven touchdowns, three picks. AJ McCarron, seven touchdowns, two picks. So you got to think that these three guys are probably sort of leading the pack right now. With uh, Brett Hundley sort of underperforming, Jordan Tamu not performing like we thought he might, Luis Perez, you know, not performing like he like we thought they might. uh, Luis Perez, Jordan Tamu were. Uh, both large parts of XFL 2020 and Jordan Tamu was the second best quarterback in that 2020 league. So what is whatever has happened with Jordan Tamu? Um, he's had a significant drop off. Let's very quickly talk about a former NFL stud who I'm sure is wanting to get there. This is the Seattle Sea Dragons and the Vegas Vipers. Ben Danucci. To 1 Josh Gordon my god backpedaling boom it's over wow he put a little move and those guys just that guy's down and then whoop oh my god just brutal brutal Josh Gordon. Yeah, Josh Gordon. My God. That guy had one of the greatest years anybody has ever seen at wide receiver in the National Football League. Uh, While I'm thinking about it, shit, we'll just look. We'll just look. Um, This is one of those more um, all-over-the-page videos a little bit. Uh, One Pro Bowl, one All-Pro Super Bowl title, by the way, for Josh Gordon. This was Josh Gordon in 2013. 87 catches, 1,646 yards, nine touchdowns. He had a 95-yard touchdown that season. And all you can do is shake your head at what could have been with this kid's career. Uh, He just could not lay off the weed. He would not turn away from it. He just would not do it. Now, now, some could call it the sad part about this or just how it conveniently worked out. Many have said behind the scenes the NFL has updated its cannabis policy considerably. And one of the takeaways has been if Josh Gordon, uh, if all this would have happened new policy back when he was getting in trouble, he probably wouldn't have been suspended. Okay? So, and a lot of people bang the drum going, you know, Josh Gordon lost out on a major career over some cannabis. All right? Now, I look, I've got no issues with the cannabis thing, but I will say this. If you work for an employer and their rule is you cannot take part or partake, then you should not do it. And it it's part of your job to have discipline to be able to push away from the table. I mean, that's just the way I look at it. Uh, so what could have been, what should have been, whatever, it's neither here nor there. You get the point. But man, he had one of the biggest seasons anybody ever saw. Tell me what you think. Black and white sports 2 supporters, XFL attendance, slightly up. Uh, It's going to be big up whenever we see uh, San Antonio and um St. Louis in the same week at home. And I'm going the the other two we're going to be interested in going forward. Orlando, are we going to see an increase there? And Seattle. Are we going to see an increase there? All right. Again. Orlando, big AF. Seattle. Big XFL 2020 attendance and what is going on in Houston. If you're an XFL fan and you're in Houston, leave me a comment and be like, what is the deal that attendance is down 5,000, 6,000 fans from the last time? I can't help but think there's a section of fans that are like, I'm just not going to get invested because it failed last time. Well, just keep in mind The 2020 XFL was succeeding. The ratings were good. Even in week five, the ratings were good. They were strong. And um, attendance was pretty good in certain cities. And it looked like, at the minimum, XFL 2020 was going to get a 2021. COVID killed it. All right? Peace. I'm out.